everybody to the Entrepreneurial CPA Show. Still here during the COVID-19 outbreak, helping you take that deep dive in the knowledge you need to break free of the box and punch above your weight as always. And Dr. Sean is still on quarantine lockdown in New Jersey, so I've got a special guest host back again, round two, Rafael Casa, Senior Manager with Sage Accounting Solutions, talking more all about bots today. Rafael, how's it going out in sunny California? It's going well. Thank you very much for having me again. How are I'm you all, doing over there? <laughs> I'm surviving on the East Coast, not as good as you, but I'm always impressed whenever we talk on how deep your bot knowledge is. You know, you're in the accounting vertical, but you almost have like a minor or a secondary major in bots. How did you get started with all this bot knowledge up inside your head? Well, so I worked uh, in the accounting industry in Sage and technology from about 2005, 2011. And then I moved into working with uh, tier one, tier two, RPA and billing engines for media broadcasting companies around the world. So that's DirecTV, all of Latin America, multi-choice Africa, um, Ion Media, television in the States. And so RPA was just, it wasn't even a thing. It was just something that we had to do for these large businesses that are running 5 million plus transactions a day. So you ha don't have the luxury of having anything be manual. You've got to make sure that everything is done uh, where it can be by a bot to make sure not only from a standpoint of effectiveness and efficiency from that millions of transactions happening a day, but also accuracy standpoint. You know, that's something that a, a bot really helps from the data accuracy standpoint. Okay. So last episode, we talked about, you know, understanding bots, you know, macros on steroids and why even during this time, it's, it's a good time to get into bots. As we go deeper into this bot landscape and firms are evaluating bots, you've got a tremendous wealth of knowledge. What do they need to know as they, as they go down this path? Well, first, you know, a big thing to do is what we talked about in our previous discussion is make sure you, you're reevaluating all your business processes. But along with that, doing a lot of research and, and, and get, attaining more knowledge onto the industry. You know, one big thing is to understand the, uh, the community, the RPA community, because it is much different, but it also isn't that much different. So if you look at some of the core RPA vendors, you've got Automation Anywhere, uh, Blue Prism, UiPath, and those are the, th the three big ones. And those are really more aligned and geared towards the enterprise. You know, so you're not gonna find anyone, it's gonna be very difficult to find someone that is gonna be more geared towards small business, smaller firms, because it can be extremely expensive. But we, there is a really, um, a really, really great RPA vendor that just came out. Um, hasn't been around too long, but they're already ranked by Forbes in the top five vendors in the world, and they're called Electronic. And so, Electronic actually works directly with um, PwC. PwC as a strategic consultant for them, so they are have a good grasp on the accounting world. But they're geared towards small business you know, small mid-sized firms and they're much more affordable, you know, and, and as well as uh, understanding the RPA consultants, because that is a huge aspect of this to making sure these implementations are going to be successful. So you've got some big consultants like Cognizant, uh, EY, Accenture, and PwC are, are big, big consultants in the, in the uh, industry. And then, you know, some tech partners, you know, they, some of them you may have heard of before, IBM, Google, uh, Microsoft, you know, uh, Abby, those are some, some of the big partners that are really helping to 
helping for end users to kind of leverage this because you know a lot of businesses and firms are going to be are, are using Google using Microsoft so it's a way to help bridge those types of bots to work end-to-end -end for their businesses well let me ask you this let's say I'm, I'm a hundred person CPA firm here I want to get into bots do I need an RPA consultant am I big enough to warrant that is that gonna to be too expensive where does that fit into this well, I think um, that's a great question because I, I've seen some of these consultants and, and there are some quote unquote consultants that don't know specific industries as well as you would hope them to know. And so that is something that just like with any other software implementation or project that you've worked on before, you wanna work, work with subject matter experts, not someone who is working in 20 different types of professions or industries. So they're not really gonna be a master or understand, for instance, you know, taxes and understand the, the workflows that are needed for auditing um, and for the advisory side. So, you know, it's important to work with someone that understands your industry very well because they're gonna be able to give you information as far as what has worked for, the, for this industry in the past and what has not worked and what are other firms doing. So it's gonna help you get that type of information that you may not have because you're new to the implementation. But for someone like a hundred firm um, bot, I think what I generally do and recommend is find two folks in, in, that, in your firm to really focus, have their, focus on the business uh, analysis of your firm uh, and, and then start from there because they're very well capable of being able to do this. Um, I think from, from that particular standpoint, those two folks can be able to not only discover the types of processes that they're gonna be wanting, that are gonna be most valuable and have the biggest ROI to have a bot implemented, um, but as well as they'll have the technical ability to test these bots and to make sure that they're not only effective but they're also scalable from all the other third-party applications that you may have. So that makes sense. You know, we can if you can't, if you're not ready for the RPA consultant, get your internal team of champions, just like any IT project. So then I think one of the things I think about CPA firms is we all think we're different, but we all do the same thing. You know, we're all doing tax returns, financial statement work, bookkeeping, some advisory services. What are some key areas that you see firms can really leverage especially in these crazy times, they got to be like laser sharp. Where should they get started with some easy wins on, on bots for CPA firms? Uh, there's a few uh, that, that are, are really beneficial. You know, you could do like some procured payment automation gaps with bots, you know, having them vet new vendors, even on the customer side, vet new customers, because it's important to make sure your data integrity is, up to, is, is great because uh, you know, this old saying, junk in, junk out, as far as well as when you're going to be reporting, doing forecasting, all that information needs to be as clean as it can be. Um, you know, you can do, do bots for quote to cash automation, to doing price checks against verifying, you know, price checks that are already on sales orders. And, and then reporting, you can do, you can create bots to gather and consolidate transactions and reconcile them in your ERP where your ERP may not have the ability to do that out of the box. Um, something as well as uh, the tax management bot, you know, a great use case I've seen for some smaller consulting firms, CPA firms, where you can have a, a tax bot 
now that it maps and scans the tax form spreadsheets in the database and extracting the online financial data, such as like balance sheets. And from there, it can um, you know, really map to each field and, and, and plug that information into an online tax form. Um, like you said, I think in, in our previous discussion that you, you have something similar to that. And what's really important that not only from, from doing that type of copy and paste of that information, but also it'll flag if any error of the primary data sources match from the tax return. So, you know, data in integrity and user error is a big area where this can really be effective in your firms. So, you know, one of the challenges that makes me think about one of the challenges inside so many CPA firms today is we've got so many different systems. You know, we might have six different programs with six different client lists. Here's a client that's in the tax program and the time of billing and the engagement and the workflow. So can a bot help match up and keep all six of those in sync together? That that's a huge, huge pain point of firms and it's not intelligent work, but it's just very time intensive. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's been um, some pretty big firms that have, have worked through that of having a bot be able to um, not only through APIs, but, uh, but other SDKs, software development kits, being able to go through and work through those integrations from your initial you know, core accounting package. So that is something that you can do, um, but this is also part of the initial scoping phase in business analysis like we talked about in our previous discussion where you know, things you need to be very cognizant of is scaling, you know, because this, this is an ROI that is long-term. So you want to look at your technology stacks. How frequently are those stacks updating? How frequently are those third parties updating? Because that can also, um, you know, be an issue as these bots may stop working if there's some significant changes on some of your tech stacks and some of your third parties or your tax software. So, um, so it's important to make sure that you're, you you're aligned with updates that you may be doing aligned to the bots because there may be adjustments there. But, but that is something that, that has absolutely been done already um, that the firms have implemented for bots to make sure that those bots cross through several different software packages to, to uh, eliminate that manual process. All right, I mean, that, makes, that makes total sense and that can alleviate some pain. And something else you just hit on that I wanna really pick your brain because you've been doing this a long time. You've got tremendous experience. You know, we're accountants. We obviously love numbers. We love spreadsheets. ROI evaluation, you know, how should firms evaluate the ROI on a bot? Because we're used to doing ROI calcs on all kinds of things, but never something like this. So what insight can you share on how we can get started doing that inside our firms today? Well, one thing you can look at is the, you know, from even a revenue standpoint, you can look at those folks that are generally do these types of tasks and what they've moved into, if they move more into advisory, they moved into uh, more value added to their clients. Um, you know, you can look at, you know, the FT of the, of the, the value of, of what they were doing and what they're doing now and how much more they're able to bring to the table for that firm. Um, you know, a few, there are, funny enough, there are some bots that are actually being created to do this already. Um, that when we talked on our last discussion about the intelligent bots, there's bots that do dis that are going to be doing discovery that will help with this business analysis from the get-go, but they're also going to be able to do some, um, you know, some ROI analysis on on what you're doing. So, 
bots are really going to be able to take away and uh, as you know some of that also all, all some of that analysis that you would think you would need to be doing but I think that would be the first step to do that. Is there any kind of standard process or methodology or reference we can share on how do you do an ROI on, on a bot? We do have, uh, there are some spreadsheets analysis that we can share and I can share that with you later. Uh, we definitely have, there are some out there. Um, but it also really, you know, it really again depends on what you've deployed out there and what, what types of bots are deployed. So some are gonna have a, a larger ROI than others. Um, but there is something that I can I can pull up and give to you guys to to be able to share that out to the community to have to see what what they should be looking at. That'll be great, Raphael. Really, my calculators. Yeah, no, I really appreciate this time and sharing your in depth knowledge in the bot world. Filling in for Dr. Sean here because he's he's locked down with COVID. Any final words for the audience as we wrap up today? No, I think one thing that uh, the biggest area that I want to to touch on is that to make sure that culture itself is, uh, is so important in any type of implementation, especially in the bot culture, to make sure that you are supporting everyone in the firm uh, and that this movement, this, this type of implementation is gonna be something to support the growth of the firm and, this, and ultimately support each individual um, as we can get them to be more value add for their clients. Perfect, well, I appreciate the time my co-host for this episode. Thank you everybody for tuning in. And if you're sitting there being like, I want to get started with bots, but I'm not sure what to do, reach out to either of us. We're happy to spend some time with you, helping to give you that push in that right direction to understand the crazy, interesting, and amazing world of bots or RPAs. So thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, click to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Stay up to date with the latest episode. And as always, we challenge you today to take action to change the world and invest in yourself.